0: You can subscribe to The Leader and never miss out on our news, analysis and commentary every day at 4pm. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. And Hi, I'm David Marsland. Coronavirus, it's time to do your bit.
1: Everyone, you, me, everyone out there in Britain have got to play a role in fighting this virus.
0: Our deputy political editor, Nicholas Cecil, breaks down events in the UK also... This was classic Donald Trump. He was telling all Americans
2: that the coronavirus will go away. Then there he was in the Oval Office, grim-faced, announcing a ban on all travel from Europe to the United States.
0: US correspondent David Gardner makes sense of Donald Trump's plane-stopping strategy
3: and... Two metres is now being uh, advocated by uh, certain quarters. Um, I've spoken to GPs who have said that two metres is advisable.
0: Features writer Sam Fishwick is busting COVID-19 myths. What does social distancing actually mean? Inspired by the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is The Leader. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. Coming up, your complete coronavirus survival guide.
4: This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition.
0: With a member of his own cabinet now confirmed to have coronavirus, the Prime Minister has moved the country into a new stage of its battle against the infection. This is the point when our day-to-day lives must change, and our editorial column says it's essential we all get behind it.
4: However inconvenient the restrictions we face in the coming days and months, the only effective way to suppress the virus is if everyone plays their part. We must follow the prescriptions of government scientists, advising ministers on the best way to tackle this crisis. Personal responsibility is therefore key, not just because of the need to minimise the number of people falling ill, but because of the continuing economic damage which the virus is inflicting. This will only get worse if the failure of individuals to follow advice allows the disease's grip to tighten. Scientists say the controversial travel bans of the sort announced by Donald Trump have little health benefit and that simpler containment measures, including personal action, are better. We must all heed their words. Stopping coronavirus is a duty for individuals, not just governments. And we must all do our bit.
0: Our Deputy Political Editor, Nicholas Cecil, is in Westminster. Nicholas, What's the latest on the situation being faced by the government in terms of the numbers of people with coronavirus in the UK right now?
1: Well, the latest figures today show a rise of around 138 cases. Very sadly, there have been two more deaths as well. The number of cases are expected to rise even more sharply in coming days and weeks. And the epidemic will reach a peak sometime in the next few months that that is what is expected
0: now following this meeting that boris johnson had with the cobra emergency cabinet meeting what kind of things are we expecting the government the the country itself to have to face what sort of restrictions are we looking at well
1: so far the government has been stressing that its policy will be very science-based and There are some measures which we expect to come out of today's Cobra meeting. They include, for example, more social distancing measures. One of them will be that if you've got cold or flu-like symptoms, you'll be asked to self-isolate at home, and that will be self-isolate at home for, for seven days. The government will give more details about what symptoms to look out for Uh, 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 and which would trigger this self-isolation period. They'll also explain a bit more about how to do it. For example, if you're a family in a big home, it's quite easy to self-isolate. But if you're a group of students, it's probably a bit more complicated. So there'll, there'll be some official government advice on that. In addition, we're expecting some more measures to protect vulnerable groups, particularly the elderly and people with underlying health conditions.
0: But it doesn't look at this stage that the government's considering things like school closures like they've had in Ireland or the, the uh, plane ban that's from Europe that the US has imposed just now. Why is the government not going that far?
1: Well, again, the government is stressing that it's been very much guided by the science. And it, it, certainly the chief medical officer and the chief scientific advisor have played a very prominent role in everything that the government is doing however the prime minister is coming under growing pressure to take even more drastic action other european countries including ireland denmark and norway today announced that they would be closing their schools for a period the, the, the government is very clear on, on some of these these measures that for example school closures if you close schools for three weeks that's all very well and good But they're saying that if you do that, you may have to sustain these measures for several months. Because if you close schools for three weeks and then just reopen them, you're back with the same problem. You may have delayed the outbreak by three weeks. But what it could do is just push an epidemic into the winter period, which would actually, in fact, be far worse.
0: What are doctors saying about the situation right now there was a world health organization doctor speaking this morning and he had a pretty grave warning didn't he
1: yes this is um dr david nabarro who is the world health organization's coronavirus envoy for europe and he was saying that britain is now facing what he says is a really dangerous situation and he's saying that everyone you me everyone out there in britain have got to play a role in fighting this, this virus. So basically washing your hands um, regularly and taking other measures as advised, as advised by the government.
5: Next. The European Union failed to take the same precautions and restrict travel from China and other hotspots. As a result, a large number of new clusters in the United States were seated by travelers from Europe. Donald Trump
0: stopped flights from mainland Europe coming to the US, or has he? Our US correspondent David Gardner says all is not what it seems.
5: To keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days.
0: This is how Europe woke up, with Donald Trump apparently pulling up the drawbridge. Flights from the mainland continent to the US are being stopped. The EU says it's disappointed. Scientists say it's pointless because it won't stop coronavirus spreading. And some passengers are wondering if there's a loophole because the UK is not covered by the ban. Our US correspondent David Gardner is in the States. And David, now the dust's settled, what's actually happened here?
2: This was classic Donald Trump. Just one day earlier, he was telling all Americans that the coronavirus will go away. Then there he was in the Oval Office, grim-faced, announcing a ban on all travel from Europe to the United States. Of course, it wasn't quite that. Americans were not included in that travel ban, nor were people from the UK or Ireland. He was actually talking about the 26 countries in the Schengen border-free area. He's basically saying that he wants to insulate the United States from the effects of the virus and blaming Europe on not doing enough. This is the man who has been criticised repeatedly in recent weeks for, for playing down the virus.
5: If we are vigilant and we can reduce the chance of infection, which we will, we will significantly impede the transmission of the virus. The, the virus will not have a chance against us. No nation is more prepared or more resilient than the United States.
2: More confusion followed Mr Trump's speech because he suggested in his address that cargo was involved in the travel ban from Europe.
5: These prohibitions will not only apply to the tremendous amount of trade and cargo, but various other things as we get approval. Anything coming from Europe to the United States is what we are discussing.
2: That was not the case. And he was quickly onto Twitter to say that his ban was all about people not about cargo and people and businesses should not worry about that.
0: Now, David, there were gasps in Europe after this announcement, but the US was deeply concerned when it emerged that Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, have both been diagnosed with coronavirus themselves. Actually, the son, Chet,'s been on Instagram to tell everyone that they're okay. What's up, everyone? Um, Yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus crazy, but I just got off the phone with them Uh, They both are fine. They're not even that sick. They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through
1: the necessary health precautions, obviously.
0: But this seems to have really worried the United States, doesn't it?
2: Uh, This perhaps has shocked people more than Mr. Trump's announcement. I think, you know, he's an everyman star. People kind of relate to Tom Hanks. If Tom Hanks has coronavirus, then we could all get it. Uh, perhaps it's a realisation that Americans have.
0: That story was covered in our audio news bulletins, which you can get through your smart speaker. There's a new one at 7am. Just ask for the news from the Evening Standard. Now. There's a lot to take in and a lot of advice out there on how to avoid coronavirus and not all of it's great. The French government had to put out official warnings telling people that taking cocaine does not cure the bug. But should we still shake hands? Does hand sanitizer work? What's the correct distance for social distancing? Our features writer Sam Fishwick's been talking to some of the country's leading experts. He's with me now in the studio. So Sam, if I wash my hands regularly, will I never get coronavirus?
3: We just don't know. There are still so many um, elements about the transmission of this virus that we we are unsure of. However, it is an incredibly um, important and effective way to reduce transmission events. That scrubbing, corrosive action with hot water, specifically hot water uh, and soap, is enough to remove uh, the virus and the pathogen from, uh, from your skin. One of the things... Uh, We need to bear in mind, uh, and it is a question of mind, is psychologically preparing for the advent of this virus. So when people talk about social distancing, when people talk about not touching your face, it's as much learning new habits and habit forming to protect yourself as keeping yourself safe that is important here.
0: Let's say you're on a day out, you've been on public transport, you come off the bus, you come off a train, whatever, you've been touching surfaces. There's not exactly a sink waiting for you at the station, in most places anyway. Bit of hand gel, will
3: that sort it out? Hand gel outside clinical settings, it's still effective. there are a lot of homemade hand gels being prepared at the moment, uh, being made in in one's own kitchen sink. We need to worry about these a little bit because you don't wash off your hand gel, it evaporates off, and you can bake in whatever's on your hand just by applying that hand gel. Largely, virus edible virus gels are effective, and, and I would practice them.
0: What is social distancing, Sam? We're all hearing this phrase social distancing, keep apart, never go anywhere near anybody. How far do I have to keep away from people? How far should I be away
3: from you? Am I too close? You're not far enough, David. You should be (laughs) on the other side of the room. Um, Social distancing. So the uh, the World Health Organization have previously said that a metre or about an arm's length is is appropriate social distancing. Two metres is now being uh, advocated by uh, certain quarters. Um, I've spoken to GPs who have said that two metres is advisable. Certainly in Italy, they're practising two metres. Obviously... Having a two meter arm to practice that length is, uh, well, you might be using a doctor for other reasons.
0: Can I go to the gym? Should I go to the gym? I can't remember the last time I went to the gym, Sam.
3: Where should, should I start going to the gym now? Is this a good time to start going to the gym? It's, it's an interesting way of putting it because um, it sort of uh, highlights a, a, another issue that, that we're thinking about. In terms of going to the gym, do keep going and taking exercise uh, outside if possible, if it's what makes you happy. There are studies that have shown that the immune system really suffers when people are highly anxious or stressed. And um, taking exercise, taking the appropriate amount of exercise every day is a way to relieve a lot of that stress.
0: So if anxiety is potentially something that can make you more susceptible to COVID-19 or indeed any other infection, this really is, not I hate saying this, it's a situation for just keeping calm and carrying on, isn't it?
3: It is a situation for keeping calm and carrying on slightly differently. You can't go about your day as you usually would. Doctors keep returning to this idea of psychology, the appropriate mindset, reconsidering your life so that you aren't producing you know highly disruptive new practices in your own life that are, that are just going to you know freak you out.
0: And you can read Sam's nineteen COVID nineteen queries cracked in the newspaper or online at standard.co.uk. And that's the leader. We'll have lots of coronavirus analysis and advice over the coming days and weeks. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss out. We're back tomorrow at four.
2: Hi, I'm Lawrence Telaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.